Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful February, because we're in February now already. I cannot believe it. Anyway, today we're going to get right back into the wonderful world of listener questions, because the questions have been coming through, and so I'm going to I'm going to answer those today. And we're going to be talking about short stories, and in particular, how many times you should read a short story. Uh, but on the topic of short stories, just before we get into the question, um, for those of you in the UK. I've just heard from Audible, the audiobook people, Audible, that they are launching a February promotion of um, a couple of my books. This is um, different from normal because um, this is actually Audible who've chosen to do this themselves rather than myself or my publisher. And so specifically what they what they're doing is they are offering a special sale on my Spanish and German short story books. So, so this is Spanish beginner and short, short stories in Spanish for beginners and short stories in German for beginners. If you want to get the audio, uh, this the the it's on sale for three pounds only, uh, which is kind of crazy cheap. But uh, if you are in the UK and you fancy grabbing a copy of the audio for my Spanish or German books, then anytime in February you can pick up a copy of that book for uh, the audio book for only three quid. If you're not in the UK. I'm really sorry uh, that doesn't apply to you, but if you but in the front of your short story books, there are there's a discount code for the audio that you can get. I think in the teach teach yourself app. So it's a bit confusing, but you know, it, wouldn't it be boring if everything was easy and simple? So without any further ado, let's get into today's question from Mohammed. Hello, hi brother Oli Richard. Good afternoon from Algeria, North Africa. And uh, my question is about the short stories. Your wonderful short stories are very, very great, beautiful, and so important. So the question about them is how much or how many times we can use, for example, one short story? How many repetition we, we need to do for reading and for listening also? And uh, thank you so much. Thank you very much for your question, Mohammed, and hello from London as well. I'm sure you're having much better weather in Algeria than we are in London right now, so good for you. Uh, thank you for your question. You asked about how many times you should read these short stories, my books of short stories, um, and also about the listening. So should you read it once or should you go back and read again? Now, in the, in the beginning of these books, I've actually wrote uh, a kind of big, long piece uh, about, like an article really, on how to read effectively. And, I, and I, that's actually one of the most popular things about the books because I really want people to understand why they're reading and what's useful about reading because otherwise it's kind of possible for people to just kind of, you know, look at the words on the page but not really understand the method. Uh, so I would encourage everyone who has a copy of this of these books to actually take the time to read that introduction. It's really important because it, it explains all of this stuff. So a lot of what I'm going to say now is going to be a repeat of that, but it's always useful to reinforce these messages. So I'm going to give you the kind of simple answer, Mohammed, and then I'll expand on that a little bit. So the simple answer is that when you get to the end of a chapter, you should go back and read it again, two, maybe three times, more times if you want. And the reason is that you're going to notice new things each time you read. So the first time through, you might just be focusing on the plot, understanding the story, and then maybe there's lots of words you don't understand. The second time you read through, 
now you know what the story, what the plot is, so you might notice a few more words than you did the first time. And then the third time you read through, maybe because it's getting easy for you now, you can start to notice and, and think a bit more about how the grammar is working. So basically every time you read through, it gives you the opportunity to notice more. And noticing is one of the key things in language learning. This, right, I, 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 I would always take noticing something myself over being taught something by a teacher any day of the week, because when you notice something yourself, that's real learning. Okay? Now, this works with these short stories because the chapters are short. They're only a few pages. I wouldn't recommend you do this with a novel for obvious reasons, because you'll never get through it. But I've written these, these short stories specifically to, um, to, to, to be digestible. They're not too long. And that's important because it makes reading um, achievable. It doesn't make it too intimidating. So um, as for the listening, you know, you can listen at the same time if you want, or else you can, um, you know, read the book in the morning and then listen to the audio in the afternoon when you're cycling or, or, or whatever. That's kind of up to you, but I do definitely recommend that you listen and read in some combination as much as possible because that just helps to improve your listening comprehension. Now, that's the simple answer, but now I'm going to dig a little bit deeper and talk about why you might decide to do something different and why you might and how that your approach might change depending on the materials that you're using. So the big concept behind reading is that you should be using comprehensible input and comprehensible input means that you can follow along the gist or the plot of the thing that you're reading. If you can easily understand everything, then the book's too easy for you. If you really struggle to follow anything, then the book is too hard for you. So one of the things that language learners really need to get good at is finding and selecting the right material to read. Now, ideally, when you're reading, uh, you should understand about anywhere between, I'd say, 60 to 90% of what you're reading. Some people say more, some people say less. Ideally, for me, I quite like it to be in that 80 to 90% range. But if you're understanding around at least two thirds or three quarters of what you're reading, then that's about right. Now, that means that there's going to be, you know, potentially one or two out of every 10 words that you don't understand. All right. So there's quite a lot there that you don't understand. And that means that you have to kind of develop this skill to carry on reading, even though there's plenty you don't understand. And this is called toler tolerance of ambiguity. So I don't want to get too technical here, but basically the, it, it's such an important skill for a language learner to become comfortable not understanding everything, because that means you can keep reading and you'll end up covering much more ground. That also means that that, that creates an opportunity for going back and reading and uh, rereading chapters two or three times. Because those 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 few words that you don't understand, that gives you an opportunity to learn them on the second or third read through, um, because you're you're understanding more uh, each time. So that's that's the ideal point. But in reality, often when we're reading material, we don't. It's not possible for us to choose exactly material at exactly the right level. So we're often working with material that's either too hard for us or too easy for us. In an ideal world, Mohammed, what I would like is for you to be reading stuff where you understand kind of 90% of what you're reading so that you can actually just kind of keep reading through and enjoy the stories for what they are. 
And um, just like you're, you were reading in, in French or Arabic in, in your mother tongue, because that is the most natural state, right? When we read books in our mother tongue, we read for pleasure, we read for enjoyment, we read to learn, not learn the language, but learn the content of whatever's being talked about in the book. So in an ideal world, we'd all be reading at kind of 90, 90, 95% comprehension level. And then there's really no need to go back and read stuff again, because the real value of reading comes in reading tons of stuff, book after book after book after book. Uh, because then you're just you, you're behaving like a native speaker, and that's that's how you learn. So that this is when uh, there actually is a little bit of debate around this. So I like to suggest that you you go back and you reread chapters because generally for most people you're not going to understand everything, so there's value there. But I do know people who are kind of very experienced language learners who would disagree with me there and they say no look when if you're reading then you just need to keep reading as much as you can like don't worry about going back if you keep going back you will it will take too long and you won't cover as much ground it's better just to keep reading and reading and reading and so and that's perfectly valid people who who, who do that often they can they, they have that very high tolerance for ambiguity um or maybe they're reading something that's easy for them so the kind of tension here is between two approaches, right? Do you go back and reread chapters in order to understand a bit more deeply? Or do you just carry on reading the next chapter, the next chapter, the next chapter, the next book? You don't understand that deeply, but you cover more ground. Ultimately, I can't answer that question for you. It's kind of a conclusion that you have to come to by yourself. But again, the point of this podcast is to make you aware of these issues so that you can make your own choices. And what I would suggest, at least what I would do, um, if I were you, is to try both styles. Um, try going back and reading each chapter a few times, and then try not doing that. Try just carrying on reading all the way through the story or the book in one go. And just try to become aware of how that works for you. Because once you know what works for you, then you don't need to care what I think. You can make your, your own decisions. So in summary, Mohammed, I would say, Go back and read each chapter once or twice. Look for new things each time and then move on. But if you find that, that this starts to get boring or you start to get frustrated, then don't worry. Just read in whatever way works best for you. The most important thing in all of this is that we're all reading as much as possible. Because reading, my friends, is the key to improving in your languages. And if you want to see a... Um, yeah, this just occurred to me, actually. If you want to see a kind of real breakdown of this method and how it works, I released a, a huge article a couple of weeks back and a video which explains this, um, this story learning method in a lot of detail. It also talks about the, the brain, how the brain works, why, brains are, why, why stories are so good for learning and for the brain and all of that. I'll put a link to this in the podcast description. So you can click through and read it. I, I highly recommend you read this. It took me months to write. It's not that long, but it took me ages to write because I just wanted it to be perfect. Um, so I really hope you'll like that. And uh, I'll put a link to that in the description. You can also um, search for it on YouTube. I think I um, I called it something like how to learn a, a new language with stories or something, something like that. You'll find it on my YouTube channel. And, um, and I'll put a link in the description as well. So go ahead and... and uh, and check that out. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back 
next week with another question or answer to another question. And um, have a great week. Cheers, guys. When people ask me how to progress from the beginner levels in a language up to the higher levels, I always come back to one thing. Read, 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 read. Well, that's five things, but it's, it's the same thing, right? It's read. Now, why is reading so important? It's because you get to immerse yourself in the sounds of the language. You flood your brain with words and phrases and grammar in context, so it's impossible for you not to learn tons and tons of stuff. As long as the stuff that you're reading is at the right level for you, because as you've probably experienced, it can be difficult to find interesting reading material that is at the right level for you. You know, if you try and read a novel, it's far too hard and you struggle to make it beyond the first page. Anyway, that is why a number of years ago now, I wrote some books of short stories, which are specifically designed to help you break out of the beginner level by beginning to read in your target language so that you can enjoy yourself and finally, finally experience what it's like to read in your target language so that you can grow your vocabulary, you can improve your grammar and do all the great things that come with reading. And in fact, these books were so popular that I ended up uh, joining forces with the famous publisher Teach Yourself and we developed these books into a brand new series which are now in the bookshops everywhere all around the world and we started with six languages we've now got 16 languages including everything from spanish to german to icelandic to turkish to arabic we've got these short stories in so many different languages and i'm so proud of these books if you'd like to find out more about them and pick up a copy you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash books that's iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash books you can get the Kindle version, the paperback version, and because many people miss this, we also have the audio version so that you can actually listen along as you read, which is one of my favorite techniques for making sure that vocabulary sticks. Anyway, check them out. You'll love them, particularly the covers, which I think are probably the best covers for any language books ever written anywhere in the history of time. I, I particularly like these books. I will teach you a language.com forward slash books.